This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Every couple of weeks, we bring you our ongoing series about architecture in and around Chicago. Stories about those places that you pass on your stroll and you think to yourself, hey, what is that building? So today we're going to venture to Fulton Market in the West Loop to learn about a building with some impressive architectural engineering. And here, as always, to tell us about it is our architectural sleuth. Dennis Rockin. Hey, Dennis. Hi, Sasha. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for coming back. I want you to start out by describing where this building is and then what it looks like. Okay. Uh, it's at Fulton and Green in Fulton Market. Anybody who has passed that area uh, either on foot, on the expressway, by train, has noticed because it looks it looks like a glass sandwich. It's got brick on the two sides, glass in between, and then what appear to be sort of sagging braces like as if it's it's a shoe <laughs> that isn't fully laced up yeah and those are metal they're um i i describe them as sagging other people have said that they're high-waisted that they're loose laces but anybody who has been in the vicinity of fulton and green in the past year since the building was completed has noticed because they look like X's that are just a little misshapen. Yeah, yeah, I, you know, and I would agree with you on the term sagging. They look like they're Good. sagging to me, too. You you describe them as giant X's, and the shoelace term, you're not just saying that because of the way they look, right? Right. They actually, as your shoelaces pull together the sides of your shoes, they pull together, the essentially pull together or hold together those two brick slabs on the sides. They're, they are a structural component of the building so they're not just there for <laughs> they're they're pretty uh, yeah facade. they're not just there for instagram though you would think they looks. were yeah uh so so let's talk more about that i wonder if folks have taken more pictures documenting the changes over the seasons because you said depending on how hot it is outside they'll actually change yeah this is fascinating uh, yeah. This is um so these are metal braces that will expand and contract in heat and cold so if you were so if you're standing at the entrance on green and you look straight up, you see glass and then you see these braces out a little bit from that glass. On the hottest day of the year, or, or on hot days, um, it will expand and so that the the knuckle in that brace will be farther from the glass. Mm. On a cold day, it will contract and that knuckle or the cross and the X will be closer to the glass. There's a range of nine inches between where it might go on a very hot day and where it wow. might go on a very cold day. You know, it's pretty dangerous to tell me that because I'm that person that will try to stand outside and and watch and stare and see if I could see the movement happening. I'm surprised that it hasn't been documented uh, with photos yet, but the building is only a year old. And I think I think you and I need to go on the coldest day yes, of just December, February, whatever it is, and shoot a photo up and then go back in June because um, you may actually see it may look different. The the knuckle, the X, will be farther from the glass on a hot day, colder on a cold That's day. That's pretty cool. So where did this whole brace design come from? This is this all comes from a man named Bill Baker. The building is designed by uh, SOM, a very a long time uh, architecture stalwart in Chicago. Skidmore, Owings, and Merrill. Skidmore, Owings, and Merrill. For old people like me call it Skidmore. Now you're supposed to call it SOM. Okay. Um, they have designed buildings all over Chicago and all over the world. Bill Baker is a structural engineer at the firm who, uh, one of the places you would see his work is at the Pritzker Pavilion. Uh, another is the Burj Khalifa, the tallest building in the world in Dubai, which was also designed by Chicago architects. Right. Um, he's in, he's involved in making these unusual concepts work. 
uh, he does the structural engineering, and he developed these, they call these Baker braces, as you said in the promo, Yes. because he developed this idea. We know, if anybody who knows the the building formerly known as the Hancock in Chicago knows those X braces that help hold up, the, or that, that are the structure of that building. This is a version of that, uh-huh. but it's, but it's first of all, it's exterior. It looks like this building has sort of an exoskeleton, um, and it's not an exact X, as we described. It looks right. saggy, loose, that sort of thing. So was Baker involved in the Hancock, or was this he, just... Yeah, he's too young to have been involved in the Hancock, but it's, SOM has a long history gotcha. of structural engineering. He's their primary guy now, their, their best-known guy now. And as I said, he did the Burj Khalifa. Mm-hmm. He designed these braces for a build, originally used them on a building on Mount Street in Sydney, Australia, where obviously they don't have the same temperature extremes. But um, that's the only other place he has used them. And then when SOM starts designing this building on Fulton, they realize, well, we've got this great idea that this um, very lauded uh, structural engineer came up with. Mm -hmm. Let's use them here. It's safe to say that SOM, they've mastered this skyscraper thing. Uh, they've yeah. got it down. They've <laughs> yeah. got it down packed. Yeah, I saw Here that in Chicago. People know, of course, yeah. there's the Willis Tower, the Hancock, former Hancock, and so many others. But yeah, the building in Australia is is great. I saw pictures of that. Yeah, isn't it interesting? It's, and it too looks like a shoe that hasn't been laced. Exactly. It looks very much identi- identical to the one on uh, Fulton Market for sure. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. If you're just tuning in, it's the latest installment of our series, What's That Building? We're talking about a building at 800 West Fulton Market. It's a building with huge weaved metal braces up its side. Our guest is Reset's architectural sleuth, Dennis Rotkin, who says, these so-called Baker braces are more than just catnip for Instagrammers, as you yeah. put it in your article. Um, so take us inside the building at Fulton Market. What's the interior like? Well, I think one of the most amazing spaces, and I should say I was skeptical because the outside is so great. And they said, well, you know, let's show you the inside. You thought that you were going to be disappointed? Yeah, how can you possibly? But you <laughs> walk in, and this is one of the most wonderful lobbies you can find so uh, those braces sort of give the feel, the building sort of a feeling of lightness. Uh, and you walk in, and it looks as if you're on the ground level. There is a mezzanine just floating above you. I mean, it really looks almost like a mag- magic carpet. Wow. It's concrete. It obviously is going to support everybody's weight. It's not actually floating. But it looks so light. It's cantilevered out uh, from the walls, from, from the structure. And so then you're in about a three- or four-story space with – all these different levels. You've got that mezzanine. You have this beautiful concrete staircase running down the side that also has sort of a cantilevered look to it. And so what they've done is, well, so one thing we mentioned is the two sides brick yeah. are held together. The other two sides are glass. So when you're in this lobby, it's filled with the light coming through that glass. And the idea was that you're inside, you're outside, you're outside, you're inside. Um, they've got, it's got a lot of plants, a lot of daylight. It's open like a plaza outside, mm. though you are inside. That daylight you just mentioned, you, you talked about the elevator rides in this the building. Was, once again, skeptical, and then they put me in one of these elevators, and I was so interested because in almost any elevator you've ever ridden, you're in a little enclosed box. This is a daylit elevator. This They've pushed the elevators over to the side of the building for reasons we'll discuss. Mm-hmm. So rather than – and so then it runs up a glass – wall inside the building it's not like those hotels in in movies where you know the elevator runs up the outside and, right um 
they film all kinds of crazy scenes. This is inside <laughs> the building, and but it's running up next to a window, and it has glass. So you're as you're riding up in an elevator, you're it feels as if you're outdoors. You've got daylight. It's it's one of very That's few cool. daylit elevators you'll ever ride. So let's talk about that. You, you, this elevator's shifted to the side for a reason. In your story, you talk about the designers not wanting to have a central core, and I went, "What?" Yeah. Well, so it's very so. They, we were describing that sort of plaza space of the lobby. It's a very. It's more about the way we work today. Very social. I'm not necessarily just sitting at my desk. I'm going to be over here in a, at a couch. You're going to be over there at some big conference. T- uh, social table, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. They wanted a very open feeling, and one of the ways you can do that is you take the core of the building, which would have elevators, utilities, bathrooms, and you push that to the side. Um, In so many Chicago high-rises, the core is both uh, physically at the center of the building and is actually part of the structure. So they've moved this to the side, and there's a lot of cantilevering going on, uh, like what we described in the lobby. Mm -hmm. And um, and so one of the results is you realize, hey, we can open the uh, have these windows so that people feel the outside even when they're riding in an elevator. I wonder how often that happens, shifting the design in that way, right? Well, there's one great one in Chicago, the Inland Steel Building, which is also by SOM, um, and it was it's sort of a famous mid-century apart, uh, sorry, not apartment building, office building mm-hmm. in the Loop where they did the same thing, and you're more conscious of it because. Uh, essentially, you walk over sort of a bridge. There's sort of a passageway. You come up in the elevator, and then you pass out to this open office floor. Um, but I don't think there there are others, but there aren't too many. And yeah. it and just the idea of putting glass there so that you you know you watch as you rise up the building. No, that's pretty cool. Yeah, pretty it really fascinating. is. Uh, inside and out, <laughs> this building is fascinating. Um, so SOM, I mean, I'm just intrigued they just sound like they're all over chicago like there are splashes of their work all over the city chicago all over the world um the air the u.s air force academy yeah um towers like burj khalifa incredible um, towers in new york they're they are they're probably the most eminent architecture firm based in chicago and this building in in fulton market you mentioned that they wanted to um use it to sort of connect surrounding buildings in the area. How did they do that? This is actually really interesting. So it's a 19-story building. You're coming into Fulton Market, which, of course, is a historic district. Um, It has a lot of low-rise buildings, these old market buildings. Yeah. And you're coming in at 19 stories. And so what they tried to do – oh, I'm sorry. And then on the other side, there are high-rises being built. So they're trying to sort of bridge that gap. So on the side next to the historic buildings – it it is a staircase shaped. It starts out low, oh. and then it go and it narrows as it goes up, so that it reaches a height of 19 stories. But down at the ground, you might think you're passing a low rise building as you are on the very next block. And then on the other side, where there are high rises, it's not. It's just a flat 19 ah, stories high. Interesting. Yeah. So it, it what what's interesting there is you don't have two stair steps going up the sides, which would be kind of an Art Deco look. Yeah. Your sheer. Uh, you rise straight up on one side and then the stair step on the other so that I think almost anybody would look and say, oh, you know, they're doing this because they're coming down to that low rise. That is pretty cool. So this building, 800 West Fulton Market, can we visit or do we need permission to get in? 
you can visit. You can go in, walk right. into the lobby. The lobby is, so again, it's sort of this social space. People who work there are more likely to be found in the lobby, but um, you can walk in. There are some of the retail spaces aren't, retail and restaurant spaces aren't filled yet, but when those are filled, you'll be more likely to go in. But I would say anybody should go in and just take a look. But, but really, anybody should just stand outside, outside that door with us on a cold day. One day in June. And exactly. <laughs> one day in December. Exactly. That's Dennis Rodkin, residential real estate reporter for Crane Chicago Business. Thank you, Dennis. Thanks, Sasha.